Welcome to Radio Boomers Live, the show about all things human from a baby boomer's perspective. All things hot and all things not. News, reviews, interviews, chat, text, and what's next. And here are your hosts, Risa Gray from Betty White's Off Their Rockers and Easy's dad, Jim Zuli. Well, listen, Risa's back from her 10-mile jog. I give her a lot of credit for getting no, up and out happen. in the morning. That did not <laughs> okay. happen. No 10-mile jog for Risa. All right. But, but, but Risa, I thought we were turning over a new leaf here. What, what happened? Uh, yeah, that has nothing. <laughs> I heard a report just yesterday. Don't start back because you've got all this free time. Don't start back doing longer and more at the same time. You will break something. <laughs> You'll break something, yeah. We don't want to fall down. You will break well, something. Another, congrats, <laughs> another congratulations, Derek, for the uh, on being on the cover of the business innovation magazine, in, Innovators Magazine, and uh, I'll tell you, read the book, The Influence Effect, is uh, is an explosion out there. It's, it, this is amazing stuff. And I love reading that. And you got your article in there. I've got mine. So many people. And uh, I, I I heard my article was in there. I don't remember what I said. So I look forward <laughs> to seeing it. We, we got to keep up with this stuff, you know. Uh, you know, and the walls exploding, and, and there's so much stuff. And the animation. Did you see the animation? That's that's pretty cool. I look so much. Younger. I did. Yeah. So does Eric. Yeah. Everybody I haven't seen yours, but I've seen Eric. Well, I got a hat on, and I look like I'm like 25. I like that. That's... Oh, my. <laughs> but with that, <laughs> I think it's time to rock and roll into our topics. Our hot topics. Hot topic time. Hot topic time. Ripped from the headlines. Today's hot topic. Well, my hot topic this morning is wear your mask. I know it was my hot topic last week, but it is still, it's, people, it is not working. It is definitely not working for people not to wear their mask. You have to wear some type of face covering, and it's not just protecting yourself. I understand you want your rights. But don't take or violate my rights in the process. It's not, 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 not good. So we need for people to wear their masks, to socially distance. I worked on a on a, a project. I can't. I signed a non-disclosure thing. I can't say anything about what it was. And it's very clear to me that on the set, people are going to get very uncomfortable wearing their masks. It's impossible to stay six feet apart. I don't know how we're going to make movies and TV and commercials with the restrictions that we have. So brace yourself. Get all the TV channels you can now because you may be watching reruns for a long time (laughs) waiting for new content. But whenever possible, wear your mask and socially distance. I'm starting to know people closer and closer in my circle 
that are being affected by this disease. So I'm begging you, wear your mask. And, Jim, what's your hot topic today? Well, uh, the COVID crisis is getting a little worse. I tried to hit, put some positive spins on things. But uh, basically, uh, you know, it, it seems to be you got to kind of get your act together with this uh, mask and the, the distancing and so on because it's a it's a like a give and take you you go ahead and give the freedom out there and go ahead and forget the mask and you would start opening the stores and getting together and then the rates start going up and they start shutting things down and the the covid rates go down so uh uh we got more retail companies are uh, mandating the wearing of masks in the growing number with the growing number of these infections 71,000 cases reported Friday, bringing the number to 3.6 million. Uh, a lot of the hospitals in some areas are at capacity. The Florida, Florida reported 12,000 cases on Sunday, five days of surging numbers, a story similar to a lot of the cities. And the death rate surges in 21 states. So half the countries are talking about reprogramming and Going back to the shutdown, federal teams stay in Portland after confronting the, uh, the protesters there. And the president said he doesn't have any problem with the protesters, but just not the violence. Uh, Russia tries to steal vaccine. U.S., Canada, and the U.K. are accusing Russia of spying on vaccine researchers. And uh, so, you know, that's that's an ongoing story. Uh, several news outlets are showing... Uh, Joe Biden in a in a leading position, leading President Trump by 15 points, but the inside researchers don't agree. Uh, among those who say that uh, they are certain to vote, Biden leads his lead shrinks to 11 points, and among those who uh, say they voted in 2016 are well, basically that. That little poll, you know, you look at this, that drops down to seven points. And then there was a random selection of about 1,000 people, and they're talking about 3.5. And a lot of the people behind the scenes that talked uh, some positive about Joe Biden and that said, well, we're going to wind up voting for uh, President Trump. So, you know, it's it's going to go back and forth, and we're going to hear all these stories, and we'll see, see what happens. Morgan Stanley will become the first major uh, U.S. Bank to publicly disclose how much its loans and investments contribute to climate change. And talking about climate change, uh, I don't have time to go through the weather throughout the world, but Australia and uh, basically there's there's some really different type of weather that's happening in, in different areas of the world. It's, uh, it, you know, it's not what they're used to. People that have been there for 90 years have said we've never seen this before as far as flooding goes and so on. Marco Rubio hopes UFOs are aliens, not Chinese planes. And uh, and we got this story on the interest rates rate, uh, Reef, and, and, you know, we're talking VA and FHA loans are about 2.5%. I've seen some even lower. So if anybody out there is interested in buying a home, this is the time because uh, the existing homes are seem to be going fast. There's uh, multiple offers on a lot of these homes because the new home market slowed down. And then you got a lot of people leaving cities. So in the suburbs, uh, this is the time to sell and it's the time to buy. 
Oh, with that, Reese, we got to move along. I think we have a commercial coming up here. Are you looking to accelerate your influence? EasyWayWall.com is a new site that allows you to promote yourself, business, brand, and your products as an influencer. You can share your ideas, receive comments, promote and brand yourself with the power of affiliation. Associate yourself and your brand with the power players of today to become leaders of tomorrow. Come and join the EasyWay Wall today. Sign up at wall.easywaybroadcasting.com or text EasyWayWall to 55678. EasyWay Magazine is your best vehicle to advertise in if you would like to reach a quality database in corporate Hollywood. Not only will you read the stories and enjoy the content, you will also get to interact through social media and get to meet who's featured at the event, as well as get exclusive interviews from your favorite celebrities. Easy Web Magazine is a Los Angeles and Orange County-based magazine, but also reaches an international audience. Subscribe to Easy Web Magazine today by following Easy Web Broadcasting on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or EasyWayBroadcasting.com's website. To advertise, call 424-209-9290 or email contact at EasyWayBroadcasting.com. That's letter E and letter Z, because we don't do it the hard way. We do it the easy way. Looking to take the next step? Join the EasyWay Network and become part of our EasyWay family. Host your own TV show. Accelerate your viewership, as you will be seen on platforms such as Roku, Amazon, Apple. Brand yourself and affiliate yourself with celebrities, artists, influencers, and power players. For more information on how to start your own show, channel, or network, go to EasyWayPromotions.com. To stay updated on all our upcoming events, text EasyWay to 55678. Yes, indeed. The Easy Way. Amazing what Eric's created. And uh, we have a uh, a major, wow, I'm impressed guest here coming up, uh, a building and talking about a builder and an innovator, uh, to say the least, Tom Chesser. Tom has been in the media marketing business for over 30 years. And, uh, well, I'm not sure if he's a baby boomer, but maybe close. He, uh, he provides third-party recognition and validation for his clients uh, via 375, how about that, major media outlets, branding and positioning them on the web as an authority. Now, that's the way to do it. And uh, indexing his clients and Google as an authority. Now, that's totally beneficial for your clients. Uh, along with, uh, well, let's, uh, you know, I could go on and on. There's so much stuff. Business innovators, wow. Tom, are you on with us? Because I can go on and on. I am Every, on the air cool. with you guys. Can you hear me there? We, we can. You. We can. Oh, oh I'm on the boom. Boom, I'm on the easy way. Reese and Jim show. And we got Reese Gray with us, Tom. Reese, this is Tom Chester. Hi, Reese. How you doing? Hi. It's amazing I'm to be able to great. sit here and, you know, like oh, yeah. like we say, it's it's great to sit here and chew the fat with you guys this morning. You know what I mean? And well, uh, <laughs> well, Tom, you uh, you have some accomplishment, and I had so much I wanted to read about you, but. But I'd be bringing you on saying, well, Tom, we don't have any time, maybe next time, because you got some interesting stuff here. And you know how to get somebody, you know, how to pull out the benefits for people when you work with them. And you have business, business innovations, you have business innovators, and, uh, and talking about outreach, 
Forbes full-blown articles align with the list of celebrities like Dave Ramsey, Mark Cuban, Howard Stern, Jeff Bezos, Kevin Harrington, Gwen Stefani, Barb Corcoran. Wow. And you you have a this, – this is – what what brought you into – so what you do? I mean, you could have gone in any direction. What brought you into this uh, situation where you have uh, uh, an outreach like this and – are you a tech guy, or how did all this start? Well, I'm not really a tech guy. I'm a media guy. You know what I mean? And I've been blowing up clients for years now. You know, I started out with the yellow pages. You know that thing you put as a doorstop, or used to put as a doorstop, the A through L, M through Z. Yeah, you remember that thing? <laughs> kind of, you know, like the old time, old time phones. You know what I mean? Well, uh, I retired back in 2011 from Southwestern Bell Yellow Pages, AT and T Advertising Solutions. At a young age, and I am a baby boomer by the at the young age of 55, and I've been with okay. the company over 25 years. Yeah, so and and you know designing ads for the phone book and getting the right content out through you know placement of the ad, the size of the ad, but really it's the content is the king that people look at. So if you went to a plumbing contractor, you want to find somebody to come fix a faucet or a pipe blew up, you'd open up the phone book, right? Yeah. And then you go find that plumbing contractor. So now that that's not available for businesses anymore, they have to revamp their whole networking strategy and media strategy. Yeah. So Google, Google now, admitted it or not, is king, right? Google is king. Right. So you, that's you, where I go. You are, <laughs> that's where you go. That's where I go over to look up. And so be, Google being king, you know, you want to be able to be said that you're seen by Google as an authority brand. And you're seen on Google as an authority brand. Now, being seen on Google as an authority brand, people can get that simple SEO, pay-per-click campaigns, you know, things like that. But to be seen by Google, to literally be seen by, by Google and chosen by Google to be the brand of choice is a whole new dimension. Yeah. And that's kind of what I do when I write my the articles about some very amazing – I mean – you know, we, we're in the news all the time, and I'm the media, and, you know, I'm, I do press, and I do all this other stuff, and I go to events, and, you know, there's a lot of great things happening out there right now. I mean, some positive traction that's being done during a very difficult time in our life, you know, and one of my customers has basically like got the solution for COVID-19. It's a hand sanitizer, a disinfectant that kills it on contact and lasts on your skin as a sanitizer for eight hours. If you spray wow. it on a surface, you spray it on a surface, I don't care, hospital room, whatever it is, you know, hotel, school, that spray will last. That disinfectant will kill it on contact for up to 30 days. That's huge. That's groundbreaking. That's Nobody huge. else could do that. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. huge. So, you know, solutions like that. So there's a lot of amazing stories out here, you know, and some of my clients, including Eric, I love Eric, uh, Alex Stern, James Dentley, and the list goes on and on and on. I've been able to position them for what they want to be recognized for online as an authority brand. And I just so happen to have 300 to 600 of my little buddies, my Let's call them my affiliates, if you want to call them that, that are major media, yeah. ABC, NBC, CBS, Boston Herald, just the list goes on and on. What they Tell do, if it. I write an article about how amazing, Jim, you are, Aretha, if I write an article about you, automatically that article gets picked up within 24 hours, placed wow. on each one of these websites 
for those major media networks. And then they put that article out as their article on their website back to Google. And all of a sudden, man, you wake up and you can say, hey, I woke up this morning. I turned on my computer. You wouldn't believe what I saw. 375 to 500 major media networks picked up my story in one day. Wow. How does that sound? That's, that's and people talk about, you know. Oh, go ahead. like the best of both worlds, best of the yellow pages and best of the newspaper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Internet now is king. Content is king. You know, so you just really want to position. So, you know, ask the clients, what is your story? What do you want to be recognized for? You know, Oscar Wilde, the philosopher, once said that, you know, you get upset when people might be talking about you. You know what yeah. I mean? But you get more concerned if people aren't talking about you. Yeah. You know? Yeah, right. And Bad publicity is better than no publicity. So needless to say, that's I'm true. Asking, asking you the question, how, how did you, uh, you know, blend into the new new age of media? Because you seem like you, you kind of took off with that. And it is a new world today. I mean, it, it's a totally new age. And, and with this stuff that's going on, it's even more beneficial for what you do. You know, because, you know, everything's transitioning now. Everybody, and when this is kind of over, I, I don't think it's going to go back to the same as it was before, you know? Because people have uh, adapted you, so much. You're absolutely right. I mean, people call talk about a new normal. There's no normal. I don't care yeah. what people say. No. There's no normal. I'm exactly. studying, I've been studying in Las Vegas, Nevada. I've been at a uh, event over here. And the mask, the social distancing, all that stuff is huge. I mean, you've got rooms of people, 150 people, but they're divided up all over the place. The tables are spread apart. The chairs are spread apart. You know, it's really a new look of how events are being conducted now yeah. that they're able to do something. You know what I mean? Yeah, everything's a little bit different. But the, I've heard, I, I noticed, I've heard I, that I everything's going to close down again, though. Because yeah. people just aren't doing what they're supposed to. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, and it's a mostly. I'm going to start, Jim. Go ahead. You know, see if you guys can figure this one out. Uh, the associations, the selling of bales of hay are becoming popular. Now, how does that work into to the restaurant business? Either one of you? Selling of hay. Huh. <laughs> okay. you don't, yeah, I, I can't imagine Selling a bales of hair Going up because of the restaurant business Because what they're doing Is they, they can't go inside So they're doing it in the parking lot And they're outlining the little area Where people can sit in the parking lot With bales of hay <laughs> How about that? Oh yeah that huh? I, I haven't seen any I haven't seen any bales of hay In Las Vegas yet but, no. but you're absolutely right. So these hotels are mandated to have people wearing their masks, social distancing. They're doing the best they can at that. But the problem is people are not complying to what they need to be doing. No. You know, so no. you'll see right. people out there fussing and screaming and crying and cussing. I don't want to wear this stupid mask. That's not my rights. Well, your rights, honestly, I think, Risa, you'll agree with me on this one. Your rights end where somebody else's nose begins. Yeah. Exactly. So, so you, you really don't have the right to put me at harm's way. Exactly. I told you something I heard that I was kind of surprised. Uh, this is supposed to be second wave? No. 
this expert said, this is not the second wave. This is the initial what's going on. Whether we open or close, it's nothing to do with the wave. He said the second wave that's going to come will be more in the fall. So, oh, boy, hold on right. your ass, huh? So we're, we're riding something here. So, uh, Tom, you're, uh, you're, you're moving along, and this is really beneficial to people. And I bet you, you know, you're probably getting a lot of interesting reactions. You know, a lot of people. You, uh, you had a, a little deal. You put Eric on the cover. How was the results of that? Well, it, it's getting all – it's getting – it's going viral. It's going viral on all social media channels that he has that I have. People are paying attention and standing up and recognizing, you know, the easy way wall of thing and the power of what Eric is. And, you know, Eric's a real influencer. Eric's the real deal, you know. And now for to be able to get the publicity, if you want to call it the publicity, to get the recognition from not himself so much, but from third-party validation. Uh-huh. You're not what you say you are. You are obviously what other people say you are. So yeah. it's important to have the right story out at the right time. But, you know, if you're talking bad about me, that might not like that. But I really would prefer Tom, everybody talk talk about me the very same way and how great I am, right? Yeah, Tom, we're getting a little feedback from your background. Oh, I'm there. sorry. I don't know if, if there's not movement in- or something. Yeah, we're hearing a little bit, so we we want to hear oh, okay. everything you're sorry, saying. I mean- People oh, okay. are really yeah. tuned in. So what you're oh, doing you. is so many people are reaching out, and, and it's like they're out in the ocean with, uh, you know, they want a light preserver because, you know, with what's going on, you know, look at look at these shopping centers. These are big companies that have been around a long time, and they're just fading away. We have a huge center out in this area, and it's not only closed. The buildings are being torn down. They're turning the center into something else, you know, and so you're you're – you're opening the doors and so are you finding out or are you anticipating you know uh, more of a change that's going to be coming up or you're seeing the results of the people you're working with uh what's what do you see for the future with a lot of this well a lot of this is you know as you get your message out and you show how amazing what you're doing is transforming lives that that just keeps spinning and spinning and spinning so Clients that I talk to, I've been promoting products, I've been promoting services, I've been promoting people, events, the whole nine yards. And uh, one of my one of my clients is called Grout Sensation, and uh-huh. I was promoting the fact that they their tile cleaning solution cleans tile better and easier and everything else. And they are in over a thousand Ace Hardware stores across America. So uh-huh. they wanted me to write that article so that they could take that article and go run to true value and get into the true value stores. By doing that, it gives them the push they need. It gives them the validation that they're craving because right now that's the most important thing is getting recognized, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh And, and, you know, we think, Jim, you guys are powerful people. What do you want to be known for? What is your story that impacts the world that you'd like out there on a major scale. Yeah, exactly. And you know, there's so, so many people that authors, uh, speakers, you know, people in entertainment like Retha. Mm-hmm. You know, Retha was. Do uh, you remember Betty White, uh, Tom? You remember Betty White? Yeah, Betty and White and I dated several years ago. See, if you there you go. That. Oh my! No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> you know. 
that would be a good one to put out there. In my dreams, now, Betty. Yeah, I know Betty White. <laughs> well, Rika was uh, Betty White's co-star and off their rockers. And uh, oh and, yeah, and at, I mean, I, yeah. Look at the the difference in in the generations and how things transform to, you know, what you can do. It's no longer two tells four tells six. Now it's two tells four hundred tells sixty thousand. And with the outreach right. you have, that's you know that, that's totally amazing. You're uh, you're putting together quite a scenario there, and uh, it, it it's probably altered your life a bit too, because you could have you could have gone out and become an architect or become this or that, and you chose the field that you have. But it's it looks like a very interesting one too, because you come across so many interesting people. Uh, you got that right. There's so many interesting people doing some great things. I've been associated with City Summit, City Gala, Habitude Warriors, uh, CEO Space. My clients are millionaires and billionaires. And, but they're people that have a story. I don't care if they have all the money in the world and they might be recognized, but they still want to be, you know, recognized even more for what they're currently yeah. doing. You know, so it's very important to keep that active. Because sometimes you're not on the top shelf and you're in the background, but people still want to get the recognition that they think they deserve. So, yeah, I've got a lot of great clients. I, I, I get to go everywhere. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm the press, you know, all that kind of fun stuff. But what I'm really more interested in right now is what stories are changing the world? What is your story that can make a difference? Yeah, How can you yeah. inspire, connect, transform, and impact the lives of people? in your city, you know? So after doing what I did and retiring, yeah, this is the obvious choice for me to step into. Yeah. I think another thing is not only wanting them, you know, they want to get out there and so on. I think a lot of them want to leave a legacy, right? Right. Uh, Absolutely. You know? Yeah. And, and by doing their book or whatever it is, uh, they're, they're making their mark or however you want to say it. And boy, I'll tell you what—we give you a lot of a lot of props or whatever you want to say because you're you're definitely changing a lot of lives and and making you like you're you know fulfilling their dreams a lot of times when you can take them to these next levels you know and uh, hope you enjoyed your run-in with Eric and uh, it was uh, oh you call that a run-in with Eric okay <laughs> Eric are you listening to the show buddy. A run-in with Eric. Yeah. The funny, the funny thing about Eric, and I know I might not have much more time, is I wrote an amazing article. I call it amazing because I wrote it, but about James Ditley and being awarded the Easy Way Legacy Award at your gala, Eric's gala. And Eric really no, never saw the story until recently. And when it finally came and he got the attention of it, he said, wow. He, he really went out of his way to hunt me down. And, uh, you know, so I think with what you guys are doing, the easy way wall, the easy way gate, everything that's going on, the magazine, the shows and everything are spot on. And it's kind of exciting now, to have that type of content. Tom, are you on Go the wall? Go ahead. Are yeah, you I'm on, on the wall. wall. Oh, yeah, I'm on All the wall. Right. One so of these days you'll make So if people want to get in touch with you, all they got to do is check out the wall. And Check out the wall. Tom Chester, Chester will be there. C H E S T E R. No, 
No, it's C H E S S E R, like the chess game you play. The moves you make. All right. Chess. Sure. That's why I always yeah, try chess. to spell it. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Is. So, yeah. So they can well, look Tom, at me on the easy wall. Yeah. The, the Go ahead. Wall is definitely the way to go out there. We we appreciate you taking your time to come on, and we'll be we'll Thank be you. talking behind the scenes and uh, seeing what's going oh. on here. We've got a lot a lot of stuff. Well, good. Just just. All the good stuff out there. Just keep talking about it. It's happening. And, and I wanted to mention, you went to seminary, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I graduated from uh, seminary many years ago. I was in the ministry for 15 years. Pastoring, wow. I traveled to the church. I did all that. I used pastor. You know, I did that. This really, to be honest with you, Jim, is my ministry. This is a God yeah. thing for me. This is something I'll give him all the praise and all the glory and all the credit for because he's putting me in front of some amazing people. And I tell people all the time, and I'll just share this on the show, that my prayer every morning, every night before I go to bed is, lay, Lord, lay somebody on my heart and love that soul through me and let me do my part to win that soul to thee. If, if you out there edifying people and blessing people, it's amazing if you pray that prayer, how many people God's going to put in front of you, you during the day. It's amazing. And we need it nowadays. Somebody needs to be praying for all of these souls that are out there. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, don't yeah. anybody ever fool you guys. There's a lot of great people out here, and God's not dead. God's alive. And uh, if you don't believe me, now's the time you're going to see it shine. Now you're going to see where the real miracles come into place. Exactly. I've you always know, <laughs> I've always said it's not just the prayers, but it's the belief and the faith in those prayers that makes impact, makes them work. And uh, and you're a faith-based man. I was impressed. And, and you have quite well, a background. And we, we appreciate what you do for everyone. And we, we want to thank you for coming on Radio Boomers Live. And, uh, Boom, and, baby. Boom. I'll tell you. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> and so we'll be we'll be touching base with you. I'd like to have you back. And yeah, this is sure. Really exciting what's going on, and looking forward to uh, rock and roll with you in, in 2020 and 21, and so on and so forth. Yep, great days are ahead. Great days are ahead. Thank- Focus on the positive, not the negative. Have a great day. Oh, you got Enjoy it. Enjoy the show. You got it. You too, Tom. Thank Bye, you much, Tom. Very interesting, very interesting, Reese. Well, with that, I believe we're going into a commercial and then Carmelita's Corner. We'll be back with Carmelita. Are you looking to accelerate your influence? EasyWayWall.com is a new site that allows you to promote yourself, business, brand, and your products as an influencer. You can share your ideas, receive comments, promote and brand yourself with the power of affiliation. Associate yourself and your brand with the power players of today to become leaders of tomorrow. Come and join the EasyWay Wall today. Sign up at wall.easywaybroadcasting.com or text EasyWayWall to 55678. Looking to take the next step? Join the EasyWay Network and become part of our EasyWay family. Host your own TV show. Accelerate your viewership as you will be seen on platforms such as Roku, Amazon, Apple. Brand yourself and affiliate yourself with celebrities, artists, influencers, and power players. For more information on how to start your own show, channel, or network, go to EasyWayPromotions.com. To stay updated on all our upcoming events, text EasyWay to 55678. And now it's time for Carmelita's Corner. Carmelita's Corner. 
Let's rock and roll with Carmelita. You are about to experience Carmelita's Corner. Carmelita's song, Rosebud, made it to the top 40s with the godfather of soul, James Brown. She's the founder of the Rose Breast Cancer Society. Now here's your host, Carmelita Pittman. Well, hello there, Radio Land. We've got a great guest coming your way today, and his name is Wayne Hoggett. He is a multifaceted production artist. He's an accomplished composer, recording engineer, documentary filmmaker, film editor, visual performance artist, master percussionist, multimedia inventor, and more. Oh, my God, can I go on and on? (laughs) Uh, But I've got to save something for the show. So before we, we head out, I've got to bring on Wayne Hoggett. Good morning, Wayne. Good morning, Carmelita. How are you? I'm doing well. And uh Great. your your bio reads like a book, so <laughs> we we would still be on the air just reading your bio, but um I find you to be a very fascinating person, a very accomplished person, and a very well-loved person. I'm amazed at how many people uh that I've run into that have had nothing but accolades to say about you. Well, thank you. Yeah, well, you know, we were speaking earlier about some of your background, which started at the bright early age of 10 years old. Can you tell our listening audience how you got involved in the tech industry as an engineer and all of the things that you do? Uh, Yes, Uh, I have to shake my brain a little bit there, but uh, I first want to thank uh, my friend uh, Two Drum Jimmy for introducing you to me, and Eric Zuli, who I've worked with for many years. Um, But yeah, I was always uh, kind of, I guess, uh, creative. Uh, So I started out uh, like I was 10 years old with my first tape recorder, and I would record things around the house and and, um, try to I was always interested in sound, so I just, <clears throat> as a young man, I stayed with it. I bought my first uh, almost professional tape deck uh, when I was 15 years old, and uh, I was working at a Woolsworth department store, which kind of dates back uh, to to a certain era, and uh, I would do uh, experiment with the, uh, the speed controls on the tape deck and uh, do radio shows uh, with the neighborhood kids. And uh, so at that point, I, I became so interested and creative with sound, I, I decided I wanted to be a recording engineer because at the time I was actually a musician at the, at the same time. So uh, being a musician, uh, and if you did recordings in the studio, uh, I was there with all the sound mixers and the, and the engineers. And um, so I was fascinated. I'd pick the engineer's brains and 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 uh, go get coffee with them and and get books and read about microphones and 
and Tig Dix, and uh, that was, you know, in the in the era. So I had to. Um, I became a recording engineer, so I recorded a lot of bands on uh, on these formats, uh, starting out with eight track, sixteen track, and twenty four track, and now we're in the nonlinear digital age here with uh, recording. Uh, so everybody's a recording engineer now. So. Yeah, it's amazing how the technology has expanded. And while you're on the subject of uh, being a recording engineer, I want to mention uh, Sunburst Studios that you were mentored by Grammy Award-winning engineer Bob Wayne and um, that you eventually became uh, uh, tops in that field and that you've done mixing and mastering for numerous recording artists such as Lakeside and Climax. You want to tell us about that? Yeah, it was pretty exciting at the time. Um, being a recording engineer, so there was a lot of talent coming through the studio there, and I had a, a good friend of mine, uh, um, uh, Stan the Guitar Man. He's a pretty well-known guitar player, and uh, so he, he and I would, uh, he knew a lot of these these acts and they would come in and I do demos for them. And uh, since I was interested in sound so early in life, I kind of had a natural feel for how sounds and, and especially playing drums and, and dealing with acoustics, uh, which a lot of engineers don't really study a lot of acoustics now because everything is kind of electronic and the drum machines, but that is the, the foundation of uh, the recording studio there. So uh, that's how I was, uh, got to be exposed to all of those talents. Uh, and sometimes they'd ask me to just play drums on it and, as well as uh, record them. You know, it's a, it's a wonder that you and I didn't bump into each other there at Sunburst Studios because I actually did one of my recordings there some time ago. You're talking about the same place it's, that was located in Culver City, right? That's right. Yeah, well that, then you probably the, then you probably know Brent Backus. I'm still working with Brent. I may uh, I know H E B Barnum and um Oh yeah, H B that's a that's a good friend. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing that we didn't cross paths there. I don't know uh when that was, but uh I was I was uh, obsessed with recordings. I mean, uh Bob Wayne was very kind to me. He kinda mentored me. Uh I already had my demo so he was impressed with my demos. And so when I got in there, he uh, kind of gave me a proposal that if the studio was, uh, he gave me a certain rate that he'd pay me, but if the studio was available, I could use all the downtime. So I'd be in there more than the clients, actually. <laughs> I'd, <laughs> well, I'd be, that was a pr- pretty good deal. It was an excellent deal, and he was very, like I said, very generous. And um uh, and so I would experiment, and during that time, uh, the video revolution came about, and I got into VCR repair technology, which led me into video production, uh, buying up all the equipment. And so I would uh, I would try to lock up uh, the 24-track uh, machines with multiple cameras at that time, television studio atmosphere, except for they didn't have the 24-track going on there. And I'd bring a lot of people in and experiment with them, uh, which led me into... Um, some areas of design and innovation, and uh, because I already had an electronics background, uh, engineering, and so I, I would experiment with uh, AV equipment. So uh, it kind of led me into another uh, part of my career as an innovator, as a uh, uh, inventor. 
So that's a lot of the work that I do right now is is concentrating on on the uh, on the on multimedia. So uh, it's it's been quite a journey. Well, well, I'm I'm very pleased that um, we've have have passed uh, cross paths, and that uh, we're now actually working on a joint venture, which. Uh, is is a labor of love, and eventually it will be something that we will be able to to um, give birth to the world. <laughs> uh, yes. One 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 day at a time, one step at a time. But yeah. I, I, I was honored that you uh, actually asked me to do a documentary of my life, and uh, and having seen all of your background and so forth, uh, I'm really looking forward to to another work of art on film. Yes. Well, you you know, uh, as we got to know each other uh, with your talents, we were kind of in line with the multiplicity and multifaceted abilities that we have. Yeah, I was really uh, impressed with the, the amount of talent you had in different areas. And it wasn't like just a brief summary of a talent. It was like you had the full-blown uh, abilities to do in the art, and in music, and it was like, and it was like my, a lot of my family. I come, my fa- I come from a very artistic family, so we, we kind of uh, are in the different mediums. So you reminded me of my family in some way. So I thought it would be interesting to document and uh, capture some of your life history there. Well, speaking of your family, I actually had your sister as an artist in one of the productions for the Rose Breast Cancer Society, which is a labor of love. Um, in my case, it's a living memorial for my mom, and uh, she was one of the artists that graced the Rose Variety Art Shows, and, um, you know, she's also a very talented artist, and we crossed paths again when uh, Lena Kennedy was having one of her fundraisers out in Pasadena at a, a, a huge estate. It, you know, the house was like, like uh, situated in a, in a like a park when you were in the backyard. It was really amazing, and she, there she was with her display of art. It was she is phenomenal. I can say that I I I've followed her career since childhood. <laughs> so she's like five years old and ten years old, mm. and, and she's become such an accomplished artist. And uh, I'm, I know our, our families in, inspired her as, as they've inspired me, creative. Um, yes, I'm very proud of my sister. Very proud. She's she's uh, amazing, amazing work. Um, yes, I like yes, and to- I also saw her um, when she did a tour of, of one of her installations. At at the uh, museum over over um, near Exposition Park, uh, she had a whole section, and uh, she explained everything in such a way that you know you walked through history with her. She was just well, really remarkable. Yeah, it's called Bloodlines. Actually, it's a it's a historical documentation of our family. Starting mm-hmm. from slavery, my my uncle is into genealogy, so he wrote some books, and then Tony took it to that level. And then I'm I'm the other historian in my family is a videographer. I've been shooting all my family's growth in art in art and uh, in their skills for the last 20 years, I guess. So I have quite a library of all of their growth. Uh, so it's it's been very inspirational as an artist to to have your family. Um, 
you know, and have these different skills and stuff. So when we all get together, we're all like, it's like uh, a multimedia frenzy, so to speak, you know. Um, Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I said, so so I became, uh, out of those multiple skills that you mentioned earlier in the show there, I became, decided to be an innovator uh, because I kind of mastered all those different skill sets, and I wanted to combine them together, but I didn't want to let anything go. Uh, so I became, so I decided to design interactive uh, music equipment in uh, stage units and things like that. So I have to, I didn't expect to be in a world of um, intellectual properties and patents and provisionals and all this and copyright. Uh, so I got to, to to learn about a lot about that area of it. But I have a catalog of inventions, and um, this this recent project I'm working on is called Languages of the Drum, the Voices of Culture. Uh, has to do with the um, the languages that each drum carries in each culture. Because me being a percussionist, I understand all the the different drums that um, that the voice in each culture. And it's it's amazing how um, those drums or the rhythms of drums are all connected with the human experience where there's no, uh, how can I say, diversity or, or race is not involved. It's something that it's, it's innate in all human beings. So I'm trying to do a showcase, and I've designed a interactive performance system to go along with the showcase to um, – to represent all of these cultures of drummers at one event. And I plan to kind of orchestrate music, um, kind of my own music, I guess, but interconnecting all the different rhythms and all the different drums, uh, and, and along with this performance system I'm designing here. So it's been a struggle, but I, I've done my homework. And uh, so I'm at the point now I'm trying to get to my GoFundMe page and and get up some money so I can build the system that I designed. It's patent pending right now. And uh, I have all the tools I need, and the technology keeps changing, but I have to kind of redesign it as the technology moves moves along. But um, so I'm kind of like looking for investors right now to kind of help me build this uh, system so I can uh, do uh, live performances with all these well, well, Wayne, you've, I'm sure you've come to the right place because uh, <laughs> okay. I think all you need to do is get on Eric's Wall of Fame and connect with some of these people that are involved in that community. I mean, uh, it's growing. He's got over 200 and some odd members now, and uh, he's put me on the Wall of Fame, which uh, I appreciate. Uh, as one of the, the the first people that he placed on the uh, Easy Way Wall of Fame, and I I just was amazed with uh, how many people are following me now. You know, I've met Eric. I was at a fashion show filming, and then Eric uh, he was kind of like looking at me, kind of intrigued, like what what is he doing? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, so we got to know each other. He, he had, I, I believe he had a celebrity with him at the event. And this is like really long time ago. And uh, since then we've been connecting and I've shot a lot of his shows, a lot of his events, and he's on my YouTube channel. At the early beginnings when he was like, he was like uh, the hardest working man in show business, so to speak, he always had that attitude. And so now that was then and here he is now. Amazing. Oh, yeah. 
Oh yeah, he he's really branched out, and I, I I don't know how he keeps up with himself. It's just he's just really always been amazing to watch and grow, and and uh, you know you know that he's on the cover of this uh, innovator business innovator magazine uh, that's put him out there even further, and uh, so yeah, as a matter of fact, he's going to be a guest on Carmelita's Corner coming up August the 3rd. So we'll be talking a lot more about Eric. But listen, okay. I want to jump back to um, the conversation when you were talking about uh, Tony and how you had this project that you called Bloodlines because I don't think many people are aware, but maybe some of them are, but people who have a, of African descent uh, and being American, that uh, there's been so many mixtures going on, and and I guess you could call it uh, not the melting pot, but uh, more or less uh, toss salad because people have kind of maintained their own identities. But but um, looking at you, you can see your mixtures very clearly. I see the Native American in there, and you said somebody. I think it was your grandfather was Italian. Can you tell yes. us more about, about your family background in that regard? Well, I you know, I did a documentary with my grandfather. He was um uh <laughs> it's kind of funny because he he uh he was an immigrant, but the the story goes in our family, it's a different stories within the same family about him. So I had to interview all my family members, not in one at one time, but separately. But they all had different stories about my grandfather. Now, my uncle would say that um, when he would drink, that he was black, and then when he was sober, he was Italian. And that's very controversial there. And then uh, my grand, my mother said that well, yeah, he was he came from over, he was an immigrant that came over uh, in the boat, and he made us this American his home. And then my my uncle says, well, no, he's from Texas. So, so <laughs> I had to, so I, when I document uh, all of the all of my family members and edit the, the thing together, I show it around every Christmas time for the whole family, and they just get a kick out of it because they're all saying different stories, but they're all living in the same ho- household uh, with him. So, and you know, funny uh, uh, about my family and back to uh, Tony. Uh, Tony and I uh, had a project art scene and about 20 years ago actually and we approached the Afro-American Museum at the time to promote this project and they rejected the project and then 15 years later there she is with the installment of our family. Uh, I produced the whole documentary for her and it kind of got her into art school and then she just followed the trail and and you know Tony's innovative like the rest of our family. She grabs a little piece here, something there and it puts it together and it and it it works. So I have a very interesting family, and I've, uh, I'm proud to have uh, document all of their growth. Uh, we have opera singers. We have uh, photographers. We have musicians. We have poets, all within our our gathering when we get together. I'm well, the, I, I'm kind of I'm kind of the one that does every all of what they all do. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of I'm the innovator in that sense that. Um, I kind of uh, see a little bit. A lot of my work is kind of visionary in some ways. You know, if you, people see my YouTube channel, they'll they'll kind of get a feel for it. So, uh, you know, and it was the show that came on before. Uh, I believe a man was t- 
talking about how would you want to be remembered. I, and me, I like to be remembered as an innovator in multimedia, as a multimedia artist, designing well, all these systems. That's a good thing. And um, a, a, a continue on about uh, Tony and, and your Bloodline project, uh, have you ever thought about doing uh, – some research like Louis Gates, he has a regular television show, and it's fascinating. My husband and I both enjoy looking at it. Uh, I'm not. I'm sure. I'm not sure about that. Um, all I can say about uh, Tony is I have her from her early stages of her art, uh, all the way to her, to now, uh, all of her beginning stages of how she accomplished what she's accomplished. Not, not to mention her, her husband, Darren Scott, uh, the producer who produced Minister Society and uh, Tales from the Hood. So I think the collaboration of, of that union probably spiked or sparked a lot of uh, her ideas and platformed her with, uh, with uh, who she is now. So, um, you know, we, we're, we're still kind of Innovating. I have a, a project I've been trying to introduce to her, uh, a canvas um, that is in a, in a, interactive. Uh, I haven't got, gotten her to invest in or anything like that, but I think it would take her to another level if she if she would uh, want me to build it for her. So uh, that's where my mind is in, in creation and, uh, and dealing yeah, with well, them. Well, speaking of creation, uh, let's get back on your drum project again because uh, our our listening audience, uh, those that have access to Facebook Live, um, the video of your work uh, is being played in the background as we speak, and that seems to be one of your latest projects. And uh, uh, we're getting ready to to wrap up now on this interview, so if you just want to say a little bit more about that, then I think that we can... Uh, Say goodbye to our listening audience. Okay. Well, uh, right now it's it's in stages. The series um, um, you, that you're viewing is part of the this part of the viewing aspect of it, and then uh, the other phase is for me to uh, the performances, and the other and there's a third phase where I uh, design this equipment so that they can all interact with each other. So um, I'm just piecing it together right now. So this is like the the second installment of the Languages of the Drum. And um, it's fascinating to me to see how people react to rhythms in all cultures and how it is such a strong language. As you know, back in the day of slavery, we were not, uh, coming from Africa, we were not allowed to play our drums because it, you know, helped us relieve the stress we were going through. And it also had a means of communication which uh, the origin of Africa, when they used to communicate through log drums for miles and distances and saying, you know, come over for a party or, or uh, is there death in the family or whatever. So that was the first means of our communication. And you see right now this technology is taking place. But that, to me, is, is the same type of uh, means of communication through rhythms. But now we use dots and dits and binary language to communicate. But it's the same type of format. Uh, so I want to bring that out because it seems to be so many, so much divide and differences between us that these days and times that I feel that this showcase I want to put together right here with good can kind of bring light to the to the younger 
generation and how we can all interconnect some way and have something in common. Well, looking at the video of what I've seen so far, you showed all the different cultures. You show the cultures from Japan and, um, of course, Africa and um, the European countries and so on, that uh, they all have this in common and uh, how it, it can help connect the cultures. And uh, I think it's a, a very, very noble project, and I want to congratulate you on it. And on that note, uh, as I always say, my friend Rita likes to get in her Ferrari or her, her going-to-be Ferrari and ride off into the sunset. But we're going to get on our horse, and we're going to ride off into the sunset. So thank you, Wayne, for coming on. And before we go, can you tell them how people can contact you? Yes, you can uh, contact me through my email, waynehoggett at gmail.com. If you guys, if anybody wants to be uh, interested in investing in the project or being a part of the project, there are some definite rewards. That's W-A-Y-N-E-H-O-G-G at gmail.com. Very good. Thanks again, Wayne. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. Another amazing interview through Carmelita's Corner and Eric Zuli's Easy Way TV, guys doing a joint venture with superchannels.tv. Eric is building, basically Eric's building a virtual Viacom. This is some interesting stuff. It just keeps growing and coming in more and more. Rifa, this is amazing. Uh, I, I just, uh, I'm just trying to keep up, but. Uh, well, like Wayne said, like Wayne said, Eric is the hardest working man in showbiz still. <laughs> But that uh, this this joint venture with superchannels.tv, this is some interesting stuff. And uh, and you know the the term building a virtual Viacom that kind of fits the bill. But with that, Reef, I think we're talking about uh, moving on to uh, a very patient, I could say, I hope, <laughs> guest. Uh, her name is uh, Olivier, and uh, she is an amazing, amazing lady. Uh, she lost her son, uh, not lost, her son was lost, and uh, she's a host. Uh, she's the founder of the Sky Alert Foundation, which we're going to find out about. Uh, journalist host, uh, she has some, we're going to talk to her about drones in the air app she has. And uh, she's starting a company, Mask for the Missing, Amazing, uh, amazing lady. We want to bring her on and uh, and talk to her about her situation. Olivia, are you on with us? Let's see if if we got tuned in. Oh. Okay. Olivia, are you on? Yes, I'm there. Hello. How are you? Oh, hello. All right. Did I get it right? As though Olivia, right? Olivia. 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 Yep. This is Retha Gray. Retha Olivia. Hello. Olivia. <laughs> Hello, Olivia. Hi. So, Olivia, we want to big thanks for coming on the show, and and I, I I read about you, and can I give you a big hug? I know we're not supposed to do hugs, but we'll do a virtual hug. How's that? That would be awesome. I could use one right now. Thank we'll you. We'll give you a big virtual hug, like Eric has his. You know, you put out the fist, and you know the handshake. Make huh? the virtual hands. Fist or elbow? Yes. 
But uh, no, it. we want to. Reese and I want to thank you for coming on and uh, sharing your story with us. And uh, uh, you, you have uh, you're a very resilient, faith-based uh, woman, and uh, I appreciate that. And you're you're basically I don't even know if you realize how how your your belief in faith and and stamina affects other people in situations. And, uh, you, you know, so we give you a lot of credit for that. Uh, now, Thank you so you, much. Well, when we you had lost your, you, suddenly, well, I didn't lose you, my son. He's a missing person. Well, no, so no, I, I say that. Yeah, I mean, you went missing, right, my, my error. So uh, Skyler uh, went missing, and, and that's what happened. He went missing. Uh, how many years ago was that? It's coming up to a five-year anniversary. Five years. So August 30th, 2015, my son went missing at 20 he years old, which, which many people would think, oh, he's an adult. Um, it's okay. They always leave. That's at least what the police told me when I had to make a missing persons report, which was very heartbreaking because when you know yeah. – someone's patterns and characteristics and out of character, you know, it's out of character for someone not to communicate suddenly when they live at the same household as you, you know, something's wrong. But unfortunately our laws are a little mishmash these days. Yeah. Hopefully we'll be straightening all that out in the near future somewhere, you know, as things change in our mm-hmm. world. So, so I'm kind of looking forward to that, hopefully. But there are so many adults missing in the world, uh, uh, and children, and when a, when a kid is going to school and they live under your roof uh, in the same household as their parents, and they are going to college, they're still considered a, a minor or your child, you know, if they're 21 and under, because there are laws called um, Suzanne's law and Billy's law. They both quote that, so. The police and, and these laws are not on the same page. So it makes it very difficult to try to look for somebody that age because we really don't have a lot of help, which is why I started a foundation. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, you That's mentioned, right. uh, uh, so it, there's a uh, approximately 630,000 people are reported missing each year. And they say more than most that. Are, more than that, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they say many are eventually now. located. And the most common age is 12 and older, and they say that's about 80 percent. And and when I say mm-hmm. uh, regarding your son lost, uh, th- this terminology means he's lost out there somewhere. And uh, and then mm-hmm. the, the the rescuing that's going on today, uh, they're mm-hmm. showing how today's new technology helps the rescue teams basically more effectively reach. Or search out for these missing individuals. Now, are you finding out over these last few years that that you can kind of tap into some of this a little bit better, possibly uh, help you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, my app is not completely developed yet because we are in this coronavirus, which really wasn't part of the game plan, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. So when that happened, a lot of things had to go on hold for a minute. We're getting there though, and okay. but I do know that. With the drone technology that I've come up with, my idea, it has never been done before because I'm using a zip code system that has never been used ever oh. for looking, looking missing people. So in our country, 
I want to make sure that everybody has access to this app, Sky Alert Foundation app, when it is released. It is not released yet, like I said, because of the virus situation. And so when that does come about, I'm going to have uh, licensed drone users in every zip code in our country, hopefully worldwide someday, but in our country for now. And when somebody spots something that looks suspicious, some suspicious activity, possibly a kidnapping, manhandling, or woman handling, whatever, they see that isn't right, it's absolutely, they can stay anonymous. It's absolutely simple. They just plug into a computer or the phone to the app to uh, describe what they see, even if it's a little tiny bit of what they see, with the zip code, where they are located, and where they see this, that's all we need. And I'll have a licensed drone user uh, in minutes deployed in that area, and we will get all the footage that we need immediately and, and analyze the footage and try to apprehend these people. And, the and everybody has a cell phone. Everyone has exactly. a cell phone nowadays. So and they're capturing everything, and a lot of times people don't even know that they're capturing something, or they yeah. do know and they don't know who to tell. That's a very good point. All that's going to be available with this app via app, um, where nobody's names have to be released. Uh, we're hoping for a lot of complete honesty. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of shifty little, or a little bit of shiftiness out there. Yeah, <laughs> people playing with us, you know, but. Uh, we hope to have some other kinds of rules in place so we can weed out those people. Right now, we're at a standstill and waiting for all this to come to life, you know, to fruition. And hopefully that'll be very soon, you know. Yeah. But, so my son that went missing, he went missing from San Diego County, California, Escondido. I don't know if uh, you're aware mm-hmm. of where that is. It, it, right. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Out in California, and mm-hmm. and I, I'm also on another mission because I, I wanted to travel the world here or the United States and talk to high schoolers, seniors in school, to warn them about fake friends. I want to put that in quotations, but I'm on here instead of like writing. <laughs> but yeah. fake friends or new friends yeah. that you meet in college that don't you don't know. So to guys lured my son from college to their supposed house in the middle of nowhere in all these hills and mountains. He took an Uber that day, which is how I could track sort of where he ended up at first. Not, he, I don't know mm-hmm. where he is now, but so when I went on his computer and I knew he was missing right then, you know, that's why I went on his computer. I found the information. He took an Uber to these hills. And what's out there where these hills are, where the Uber driver dropped him off, is a foster home academy, the first one of its kind in the whole United States. It's called the San Pasquale Academy. And so it's kind of like a a tiny college or something, college town, where the students actually live there. It's like a campus for fosters. Mm -hmm. My son's not a foster kid. And my son's a young adult, so he does not belong at anywhere near a foster home, right? So I, I really, to me, it's still a mystery to this day why he was dropped off by an Uber in front of that place. Yeah. Well, so Olivia, he, this, he, is, this is kind uh-huh. of a strange situation. You have Skyler went missing, and yet the next day his, his best friend went missing too. That's, 
that's no, that's no, really no, sexy. no. It's all mixed up. Uh, 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 uh. Okay. Nope. Uh, another child. No, another young adult. Another twenty-year-old, thirty minutes away from our house, down in El Cajon, California. That's still San Diego County. He went missing. My son oh. never knew this boy. To our knowledge, they're not friends. They don't know each other or anything. Oh, okay. Both boys look a lot alike. They look like they easily could be brothers. They weigh oh. about 120 pounds each at that time. They Bear? were 20. Yes, his name was Bear Diaz. Bear. Mm-hmm. and Bear. Mm-hmm. Wow. Within, within minutes. That's... Yes, of each well, other. You mentioned uh, I talked to, uh, when I, I was at an event uh, with some of the uh, ranking people in in San Diego, I was talking to, uh, I believe it was the district attorney, and I asked him, I said, with this trafficking issue, I said, what areas do you think are the uh, hot spots for this? And and she said, pick an intersection. In other words, it could happen anywhere, you know. Wow, and like, absolutely. Uh, and a lot of times we think of it only of young women that are being trafficked, but young men are also being trafficked. That's that's 100% correct. It's sadly, you are right. Mm-hmm. And, and it doesn't matter what age. They go from babies, which is super sad, <laughs> to mm-hmm. adult men, even up to seniors almost. Do you know what I mean? But the adult men are trafficked a lot, a lot more than people would imagine. Um, so there's when, so many when somebody, forms of tra- human trafficking, though, you guys, from sex trafficking, drug trafficking, yeah, slavery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when somebody's missing, you know, a young child, it's like, boy, you're on the phone right away. And everybody's alerted. But when somebody is 20 years old, how did it go with you? Because, you know, you, okay, he might be out with his friends, and even if he didn't come home that night, you think, oh, well, you know. So when did the... Uh, the alarm go off with you thinking, boy, what's going on here? I better start calling people. <clears throat> you know, um, how much time? It, was a, it actually was a whole weekend of worth of events because he went with those friends Friday, August 28th, his new friends from college. Right. And yeah. um, he texted me because my son communicates with me all the time. I mean, we're, we get along. We're, bo- we're both in the music industry and everything. So we're, we're like, mom and son but we also have that friendly communication you know so he communicated with me told me he was going with his friends he named their names I have two first names they are Thaddeus and Eli which a lot of people think those are fake names I, to me they're a little bit religious or they're just names yeah. I don't know and so he texted me that then he texted me a while later during the whole weekend about how strange those people were it was a little bit too funny whatever that meant (laughs) so uh i knew that there was something wrong i kept telling him to call me he never called and he would stay there overnight sorry mom he would text me like many hours later sorry mom blah 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 we're having fun or whatever that's when it got kind of weird then two women two women suddenly showed up there rich listen to what he texted me Rich, and they are connected. Connected to what, though? We don't know. Yeah. Rich, they are connected with passports, etc. They're taking me, Mom. Well, wow. That was yeah. the message? And, yeah, and then it goes, they want to go to, and it cuts off right there. 
Oh my god. That's when I that's when I knew it was it right there. And you still mm-hmm. have trouble having the police help you? Yes, the police are they can make a police report, put it in their computer, I gave them information, flyers, whatever I've done, you know, but they really can't do much and I don't their their hands are tied is what they tell me. If it's if the person that went, goes missing is not under eighteen, they really can't help. And that's what I yeah that was my point. Uh, yeah, when they're older, they're, they're on their own. Well, it's he's an adult, you know, or she's an adult. Mm-hmm. Well, right. yeah, but when it's suspicious, when it's suspicious, you would think that the police would get more involved. And that's I pretty would say suspicious. What? And I, I think that they really don't have a department for. They have a, a person assigned to a missing person cases. One person. Yeah, exactly. That, that's what I was going to say. Backlogs. They're so they put it on a stack, you know, with mm-hmm. with so many others, and then another wave comes in. And, and is there enough people to do this? That's why I give credit to these private investigation groups that can go out and they, they're trying to make a difference with this terrible situation. I'm so thankful for the private investigators out there. God bless them because there's no way I've I've become quite an investigator myself, but the private investigators that I've worked with thus far and they're still working with currently are amazing. And I couldn't thank them enough because emotionally a mother shouldn't have to go through this. It's very, 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 very difficult. It's like the twilight zone for me. Mm. So to have Uh somebody like investigators that care that go out there, that do the research, that go out and do what they do, work their magic to try to help us. Yes, it is a blessing, and I, it, I mean every word of it. And and you're talking you know, about, I, uh, like you said, you, that that the terrible word passports. That means you know, other countries. You don't know what countries. Oh boy. Well, my son didn't even leave when I went into his room to see what the heck this was all about after I read his text. Walked in his room, he, and it turns out he left his wallet here at home with his ID. You can't get very far without your ID unless some fraudulent person mm. has passports and is connected to something, you know, yeah. you don't know about. Mm-hmm. Well, I, yep, uh, so, I, I give you a lot of imagine. credit for the for the resilience and the hanging in there and the faith that you have because, uh, you know, God cannot be outdone and, uh, no. and you, uh, you, you have that faith and we're going to keep all this in our prayers. And we want to thank you for coming on, you know, sharing your story with us. Uh, oh, thanks. Well, thank you. It's a, it's a complicated story. I mean, I'm going to send you, if you have a website or any social media, I'm sending you um, a little company that, both Bear's mother and I have come together, and I have this company that um, called Masks for the Missing. So Masks I've put the my yes, on these masks, and she has her son on her mask. And I, and I gave you a makeshift flyer that well, I'm sending it to uh, one of your people. So you guys will have it soon today. And if you guys could share it somewhere on social okay. media, that would be great. Mm-hmm. And they can go okay. to easy, letter E, letters the easywayfam.com, F-A-M, easywayfam.com or Easyway Broadcasting and, uh, and, and for communications. And we want to stay in touch with you and uh, for all kinds of support, prayer support and uh, 
however we can help. Uh, we want to resource all this technology. And, and again, yeah. we thank you for coming on, Olivia. And uh, I, I'd like to have you back on again because you're, you're, you're bringing a lot of support and belief and faith and, and hope to people. I think hope is, is another word. Because you don't want to... And you know you don't want to give up, right, Olivia? After if so many months go up. by, not ever. you don't give up. Mm-mm. Yeah, I'm not gonna give up. I know my son's out there somewhere, and I have to find him. Yeah. Okay. That's that's just that. See, so you're bringing hope to a lot of people. Absolutely. Where they may have given up. Yeah, they may have thrown in the cards and said, uh, and, you know, and and you give them inspiration. So that that's really important. But thank you again for coming on and. Uh, and, and slowing down the pace for Reith and I, and uh, <laughs> we're looking forward to having you come back on and, and, and chat a little bit. We really appreciate this. This is this is very serious and very important information mm-hmm. and hopeful information you're There's a lot to be talking about. Uh, thank yeah, exactly. you for having me. I'd love to come back. There's so much more to talk about, trafficking, et cetera. That, yeah. So mask thank for you. the missing. Master of the Missing uh-huh. and the, the Sky yep. Alert Foundation. Okay. Yes. And, and I have a Facebook right. page called the, the Sky Alert Foundation. Anybody can go on there. I'm always putting up stories. There are always missing people that we're looking for. It's a great resource for people that like to help that are sitting around during the coronavirus doing a lot of nothing or are bored and would love to assist, maybe do some research or go out there when they're driving. They might find a missing person. You never know. It happens all the time. Exactly. So the Sky Alert Foundation. Okay. Sky Alert Foundation. Facebook. On Facebook. Good. Mask for the missing. Well, okay, Olivia, thank you. And uh, we're going to move along. And the, the clock and best ticks. wishes to you. Best wishes, best wishes to you, Olivia. Prayers will be with you, Thank Olivia. Thank you very much. You guys are great. We will talk soon. All right, sounds good. Thank you. Yes. See, boy, Reed, this is okay. it, it, you know it's hard to take in these uh, these facts. You know, six hundred and thirty thousand people missing, and it happens all over. It's you know, but you know what, Reed? I think it's something that's kind of like overlooked by a lot of people. They don't pay attention to what's actually going on until it affects their family, you know? Well, right. They don't think it's real, like COVID. They just, if it doesn't affect them, they don't believe it's real. And then when you, uh, I've worked at a, a sanctuary house in Mexico with trafficked women. I went down and volunteered there. And it's amazing. Some of these girls were 14 years old and they acted like grown women. And then wow. we would do something like play games with them or do something that would, a child at 14 would do, and they would immediately snap back into that 14-year-old. And huh. you think, this child's life is ruined because she has been trained to behave like a woman, but she's 14. I, exactly. I can relate. I was a foster parent, and I... I work with kids that when I went to Cal State Fullerton, I worked with uh, special ed department and so on and uh, the psychology and so on. And I had, uh, I'm not going to say and so on anymore. I know that's not right. So anyway, I had uh, worked with different homes and I'd take some of the kids out in groups of three or four. And I would take them to the, take them to the batting cages or the golf range, driving range, different places. And I, I noticed like when I would deal with some of them, 
they started out, like you said, a little bit, you know, withdrawn. But then when you started getting out and, and, and you know, doing some of the stuff, their attitudes would change. The, the, the mind or the door would open for them a little bit. And, you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's really interesting. And hopefully we could find, and when you start getting involved in something like the foster program, you see there's so many. And, and with what Olivia was talking about, the numbers are staggering. You know, there's so many. Mm-hmm. So hopefully with this new technology that's out there, and like you say, the cell phones, people could just pull out their cell phone if they see something, something suspicious and, uh, and film it, you know, in a parking lot or something. And uh, then they yeah. caught it on film and transfer it over to the, whoever the authorities and help catch the bad guy. I, uh, exactly. But with that, Reef, I'll tell you, I, uh, I don't know what your plans are today. Uh, we're kind of getting uh, out. People, I, no, I was going to say, I got to go. No, I got to go. I've actually got an audition. It's a zoom audition, but an audition nevertheless. So I've got to prepare for that. So that's my, I kind of like this auditioning at home because you don't have to get out in the, in the traffic, but it means you become the casting director, the costumer, the set decorator, the camera person. So you wear a lot of hats when you direct your own uh, audition at home. Yeah. Time to put on your hats. This uh, this is what we were talking about earlier. People could get used to this. It's your safe. Look at the big events we used to go to and how much it took putting them together. And now, yeah, it gets work when you do it virtually. I mean, they see Eric does them, and it's a lot of work on the computer. But it is less driving. That's and you save on the price. And, and you do, and you don't do it every week. You know, yeah. we were going to. There were times I was going to events every. Weekend, one, two, even three nights. Oh yeah, you were always on the move. Well, yeah, I, uh, so. I wish you luck with your Zoom, and uh, knock them dead. Uh, do a do a Zoom. Uh, what can you tell us what it's for? The audition? No. No. Okay. That's, they're especially that's... not talking about anything that they're shooting now because. They don't know if they're going to shut them down between now and the time they're going to shoot it, and they're probably going to shoot it if they're, you know, fully invested in shooting one, two, or three days. They are real prone to maybe just shoot it anyway, even if Uh, they shut down. So they don't want you talking about anything. Yeah, mum's the word. (laughs) All right, well, with that, guys, I think the clock's ticking, and – Carmelita's famous words, try to time to ride out in the sunset here. And Yes, so and I'm riding was, out on my on my uh, imaginary oh, yes. Ferrari. Your Ferrari. <laughs> that, I didn't know. Cool. <laughs> but with that yeah, with that it's time for uh us to move along, guys. Thank you for tuning in to Radio Boomers Live and uh do it the easy way, easywayguest.com or the uh easywayinfo.com and uh, we got so much stuff coming up here but uh, we're going to be signing off and uh, remember remember to keep you know keep being positive through all this you know know, they say wear the mask do your distancing and 
you know, try to try to be safe. <laughs> Other than that, for the baby boomers, keep moving and uh, keep the faith. Radio Boomers Live next Monday morning, Reith and I, 10 o'clock. But for now, Reith, we're signing out. And try to keep that smile on underneath. Thank that you mask. for listening to Radio Boomers yeah. Live with your host, Reetha Gray, star Betty White's Off Their Rockers, and EZ's dad, Jim Zuli. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Radio Boomers Live. Radio Boomers Live is brought to you by the Easy Way Broadcasting Network. That's the letter E, the letter Z, Broadcasting Network. <laughs>